Yo, what's up? This is your boy, Derek Branch here at Strike7Sports.com. This is another episode of Strike7Sports Podcast. I'm joined by my co-host, Brian Bada and Leo Seabury. This is another episode of Strike7Sports Podcast. So, we're going to open it up with the news that came down last night um, concerning um, Lane Kiffin and the rumors of him going to um, the Harbin Tigers to become their head coach. Right now, he is the head coach of the Ole Miss Rebels via SEC West. If he did, he does become a head coach. He'd be still in the SEC West, but he'll be the Auburn Tigers head coach. So last night, a reporter by the name of John Sokoloff out of, according to his uh, Twitter, his profile, blue check guy, reporter, out of Starksville, Mississippi, WCBI News, reported that Lane Kiffin will be expected to step down to leave um Arbor, not Auburn, but the Rebels. He plan to step down as the Rebels and become the head coach of the Auburn Tigers, according to his sources. He said the sources say that the Tigers haven't officially offered the job to anyone yet. But he just came out and said he said that Lane was step, stepping down and taking the job. So Lane Kiffin responded as usual, um, pretty much saying that it's fake news. And I got a clip from uh, ESPN.com uh, of him talking about the rumor. So just give me a second while the clip load up. Give me a second.
All right. Those are the words of Ole Miss head coach Lane Kiffin. So I'm going to go back to uh, John Sokolov. John Sokolov's tweet. He put some addition. He put out some uh, additional information today, saying that uh, two hours ago, stating that Ole Miss lag director says the department sources have also denied the report. And we'll just go and um, some some uh, two hours ago, another statement he put out from uh, Sucklaus. So I'm gonna go ahead and play that one. Just go. All right, so there you have it. Um, they have denied the rumors to say they're not true, according to Lane Kiffin, according to that leg department. But let's let's say if it was true, if everything comes out, if the rumors are true, and it, it comes out, you know, a few days later that he's going to Auburn, do you think this is the right move for uh to make for uh, Lane Kiffin? Um, I kind of explained this before. Uh, yeah, I think it is in terms of long-term stability. Um, Ole Miss just can't offer the money and resources you'll have at Auburn. I just don't think Wayne Kiffin has handled this in terms of maybe them being a professional. If if you're staying, just say you're you're gonna be back next year. Maybe he, the only reason why you do is if you're gonna stay at Ole Miss to get more money. That's the only thing that can explain it, but. It won't be a good look if he ends up leaving after all this. Um, and the same reporter uh, that reported the AD Cohen going f- from Mississippi State to Auburn, uh, he was earlier um, on it than other people were. Uh, so that's why I think there's a chance this could be true. But we'll see how this unfolds uh, after the Egg Bowl and then that Friday morning. Um, uh, the next day after that, but we'll see what happens. Go ahead. Um. Well, we know Lane Kiffin and, and and going from place to place has never been an issue. So, um, we know we had his history. Let we let's go back to let's go back to USC. Let's okay. go from USC to Tennessee. He said, "Well, he said he went leaving Tennessee, ended up going to USC." So. He said Lane Kiffin is a professional liar. We know this. Mm-hmm. We know this. He's not a professional liar, but he's let's just say he knows he's slick. He's very slick. So the, to answer your question, I honestly don't think it'd be a better move for him to go to Auburn. Auburn at this point is not what Auburn is. Yeah, they can offer the resources, but Auburn is a rebuild at this point. You're rebuilding. You're gonna have to start over with everything. You're gonna they the foundation, I don't even know any Auburn play. I, I and it may just be me, but I don't know even know any Auburn players at this point. Like 
Do they even have any foundational pieces that you could say, okay, he's on, he's here, we'll be okay next year? We don't even have them type of players. Like he got, he has that in abundance at Ole Miss. A lot of foundation players, their defense needs a retool. But I feel like Ole Miss, why they, yeah, like you said, Brian, they can't may not offer the resources. They can offer the winners. To, he he won't get fired unless Ole Miss just gets really really bad. He won't get fired at Ole Miss. He won't. But he's home. They love him there. I feel like at Auburn, he has to prove himself again, re, rebuild, team up. Because he goes to Auburn, and within two years, they need to be in. The, they need to be in the SEC championship game. They're yeah. not going to expect. They don't expect. They don't expect that at Ole Miss. He won't. They don't expect Ole, Ole Miss knows this year. That okay. Well, they got they lost the battle, but they're not expecting them to be in the SEC championship game at Ole Miss. Nine wins is a good season. Eight wins is good. Eight to nine wins every year at Ole Miss will keep him his job for the next five, ten, seven years. Yeah, at Auburn, they're not, that's not acceptable at Auburn. Gus Malzone got fired at Auburn. This guy led them to a national championship and had them consistently at the at the top. I mean, I know he had a few down years, which ultimately yeah. led to his dismissal, but Gus Malzone had Auburn at a, at a high level, and we saw what happened with him eventually. So you're going to have to bring it at Auburn, whereas at Ole Miss, getting eight, nine wins a year, that, that the natives will be okay with that. Okay. Um, I agree. Here's my thing, though. If you do take the job at Auburn, there ain't gonna be, it shouldn't be no more excuses on why you can't, like, compete at the high, at the next level. Because that kind of been, like, his downfall, I would say. Not, I won't say it's downfall, but it's, like, what's missing with him as far as a head coach. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he doesn't have, like, he go to places that don't have the lack of resources. He went to USC, but I don't think he was just kind of immature at the time. Um, Tennessee, he didn't stay that long enough because it was like one year, right? He stayed after one year. He left. He bounced yeah, to USC. USC. So he don't he don't stay nowhere long enough to like actually build something. And it's like they have all this hype around him. He, he his resume is not even that great, man. He he hasn't been to. A, a conference championship game. He hasn't, you know, you know, he hasn't, I mean, he's a good old C at Alabama, but he hasn't really done anything, you know? And, you know, I didn't know, I've been hearing people say that, you know, the Auburn job is going to be like a pressure, like a real highly pressure job to win right away. Um, But what SEC, I mean, outside of like Vanderbilt, like pretty much all SEC schools got some kind of type of like outrageous expectations, you know. So, I mean, can he get it turned around? I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know if he can do that at uh, Auburn because he couldn't do it. He didn't do it at USC, you know. And uh, what about the offensive side of not the offense, but what about the defense, man? Like, can he like address that side of the ball as well because? All his teams are just like really good on offense. We have high powered offenses. That's about it. Just at Auburn, you should have the resources to like build a defense, um, rebuild it if you have to, um, have the quarterback, all that stuff to win. So, I mean, to me, Lane Kiffin the ain't bad. It's not a bad hire, but to me, I mean, I think there are better options out there. To me. If they weren't a home run, if they weren't a home run higher, they could have did, did better than Lane Kiffin. I'm glad like, that you didn't get that. Like here, quite a few people, man. 
to correct you, uh, Lane Kiffin does have on one little thing. He Lane Kiffin does have a conference championship, by the way, at Florida Atlantic. But we we oh, don't we'll we'll count we'll <laughs> championships are championships. But go ahead, DP. Yeah, okay. Thanks, thanks for uh, letting me know, man. But I don't. I mean, he just kind of overhyped, man. He just like for what? I don't, I don't get it with Lane Kiffin, man. He kind of cocky, you know, say things. And like Saban has owned him, man. Like he almost got he almost got to Alabama this year. But he still lost, you know. So yeah. I think he could have done better hire. Man, he could have got a. I mean, if they wanted, he could have got a, a good OC, somebody a good assistant out there, the hot assistant out there to get to take the job. But would you would you hire Prime or him, Coach Prime or him? If you if those are your only two choices, you were always AD, and those are the only two choices. Those are the final two candidates: Deion Sanders or Elaine Kiffin. I go Prime, man, because I know Prime get it done. I go with Lane because I've seen him at the P five school. Yeah, well, man, I, I just think that as a place like because Harson failed, I think you need a coach with SEC experience and success. Doesn't mean he's gonna be what you ultimately want him to be, but I think it just if this had been after Malzahn, then maybe you could have taken that risk. But you can't you can't have back to back failures as a coach, and I'm not saying Dion will be that, but there's a chance he could be. I think the safer hire is um Lane Kiffin. But a guy who I felt like should get more love as a head coach is Jeff Grimes, the OC for Baylor. He was at BYU when Zach Wilson uh, had a really good year. I know that's probably bringing that up right yeah, now. Bro. But no, he but he's a really good – he was actually at Auburn before as an assistant. He's a really good coach. A lot of people praise him as a really good coach. So I think he could do a good job. And there maybe maybe they could have got some better coaches. He Freeze would have been interested at Auburn, but I'm fine with this if this is ends up being their hire. Uh, Lane Kiffin, Lane Kiffin's gonna give Nick Saban some problems. But what I love, what would be so funny, I don't I don't know if it'll happen. But if Lane went from Auburn to Alabama, he would probably be the most hated coach in college football history if he's not already up there. Okay, but I I add, I add this question to it. So will Auburn be Lane's final stop? Because it's a P five school, it's a, a college football's uh, one of college football's you know top programs. I'm surprised Lane Kiffin isn't receiving more NFL like speculation because simply because when he failed in the NFL, it was 15 years ago. If I was a good, if I was an owner, I can I I I give him a phone call because I think he'd be oh, I think I. I just think he would have to. The key with him is with getting very, is getting is him getting um very good defensive coordinators at the NFL. I feel like he could get better defensive coaches than he could at a collegiate level. He could go get a, a solid defensive coordinator and just let them handle the defense. And if if you just give him the offense, and he and he just be a, a, a he run that. I don't see why he couldn't be a pro coach. And I honestly don't think the Raiders gave him a long enough time. So. I honestly, I I speculate that if Auburn's not his last job, he could be an NFL coach. That's what I think too. I think once he turns around, like if he stays at Auburn like four years, move four to five years, and they like win, let's say they win a national title, like two national titles. This is just out of air, out of national titles to go to SEC championship games. His name will start popping up for SEC for um, NFL jobs because. He's still young, you know, mm-hmm. so 
he was his name will stop popping up for NFL jobs. But I want to ask y'all this. So if he takes the Arvin job, where does Ole Miss point to for a new head coach? I got that's, a name. That's a very good question. There's a lot of names. Jeff Levy, the Oklahoma OC. He would know. He's in there. He he was there when they had with Matt Corral uh, last year. I could see that happening. Deion Sanders. I think there's a slight chance that happens. Uh, uh, I know y'all may not want him together, but I I could see him at least getting um, lo- a look for the job. Uh, Kingdom Bros. Yeah, I could see that happening. Oh, probably the hot OC coordinator, or uh, Dan Mullen would be interesting. Uh, oh my God! Mississippi State to to Florida. It'll melt down. Hugh Freeze. Uh, Interesting, but I don't see him coming back. I ain't coming back. My bridge is burned, dude. <laughs> bridge is so burned. It, that would be an interesting head coach in search. Tom Mocking. Georgia, the Georgia OC. Yeah, I don't see that happening. But his name could probably be brought up, but I don't see that happening. But uh, it would be interesting to see who would take that job. But it, it would hey. a lot of people would be interested. Hey. But, Do you think? Okay, go ahead. What about, Do y'all uh, think Jeff Hamilton would take a college job, man? You no. know, no. You know what Jeff I said Hamilton? the other day? Uh, maybe if he got Hopper, maybe out of HBCU or something. And I hope if he got a good opportunity, he would take it. But you know what I was thinking? I was like, why didn't the Texans hire Pat Hamilton as their head coach? And this isn't a knock against Lovey Smith. But Lovey's been a head coach two times already. I would have loved Pat to get the opportunity. Uh, but it is because if you lose, wait, hold on. <laughs> because Lovey's been a coach two times, he doesn't deserve another shot. Another That's shot. not what I'm saying. I'm just saying, That's your saying. Yeah, no, I'm just saying, like, Pep has never been one, so I'm not saying that they shouldn't have hired Lovey, but I would have rather given it to Pep because he, because I think one, he's he's what you're looking for in today's coach in a way, offensive mind. Uh, they need a quarterback. I would love, I, even though I wouldn't like to see it as a Titans fan, Bryce Young there would be a good fit. But that, that, that's just the way I look at it. But uh, um, back to the college football. Um, Ole Miss would be an interesting job, but someone made a good point that in the new SEC, how good of, of a job is that going to be? That's another reason why uh, Lane Kiffin moving to Auburn would make a lot of sense because – when you bring in Oklahoma and Texas, Ole Miss is going to go down the pecking order. And maybe outside of Vanderbilt and maybe Mississippi State, that's going to be one of the worst jobs in the SEC. And How do you know that? How do you know that? It is. Like, I mean, just How in though? terms of resources, like com- compare, compare Ole Miss to some of these other SEC schools. It's not even a competition. And so, what like some people like what Lane Kiffin has done is kind of like what Dan Mullen did at Mississippi State. What they did is like very few coaches can do that. And so, the, if people are expecting that's going to be the expectation for them to be that good, then people trade every once in a while they can have that. But six and six, seven and five, that's more likely. Hey, you got more resources than Memphis. Come All on. this, yeah. Yeah, yeah, of course. They got 
just being in the SEC alone, Vanderbilt has more resources than Memphis. Man, look. I told y'all, man, look. The Ole Miss job, Mississippi State job, they're step-up jobs. They're step-up jobs just like Memphis. They just got better resources. That's just it. Well, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say it depends on what type who, who you are. Like you were joking, saying Ryan Silverfield, that could be the best job he ever gets. But someone like Lane Kiffin, yeah, it's a step-up job. So I think it also depends on who the candidate is. Hey, why, why, hey, why are people so like dead set on Ryan Silver staying here? You never know what jobs can come up. Bro. I don't think. Well, who's gonna hire him if he's struggling at Memphis? Bro, look, all he gotta do one year, one year could turn around. One year, that would have the Norvell. Yeah, I was here, but Norvell getting no jobs. But Norvell, like Paul Paul Feinbaum made this point. A lot of people wanted Mike Norvell. So it wasn't just um, FSU. He was really sought Damn after. Him. And you know why he was sought after. He's he's a good coach, but he's like what he's kind of like a Sean McVay in terms of what they're looking for in college football. These this young, bright offensive mind. Silverfield isn't that he's more of a CEO type of coach. No, um, he ain't, man. He not let, let's stop that, man. Dude. Stop all right, saying that. All right, let's define what, what do you think I mean when I say CEO type of coach? Bro, dude, you know Brian Kelly's CEO, man. Nick but, but our, you, is not CEO, you define man. what a CEO type of coach is, and then I'll give I mean, you my You already see what it is, man. No, but I, I want you to define it for me. A coach that knows every aspect of his program. That's not just known for something, for one thing. I, I Like, I'm trying to figure out, I'm still trying to figure out what is Silverfield trying to build at Memphis. I'm still trying to figure that out. Well, yeah, uh, Norvell, it was a high-powered offense, and he had a swagger to put himself. I think he's trying to just build a program. When I say CEO coach, you're yeah, I, I agree with some of what you're saying. Just a, a guy who delegates responsibilities to his coordinators and is basically kind of in a way an overseer of the program. And so, and that so, the, and so to me. If you're not like, uh, I mean, it's you make case almost most coaches are CEO coaches in a way because most coaches don't call plays. Most coaches aren't, I mean, only aren't focused on just their side of the ball. They're over everything, at least the good coaches. Nick Saban is a CEO coach, in my opinion. Um, and uh, I think, and Deion Sanders, a lot of people believe what can make him a really good coach and give him a great opportunity to get one of these bigger jobs because he's a really good CEO coach. And that, and that some people think that's a shot at him. It's a, it's a, look, all that matters is winning. If you win, who cares what people, what type of coach people call you. But um, I think that's honestly the way to win in college football, having a guy who can have the, be able to hire the right staff and, you maybe sometimes be hands on, but know when not to be hands on, and then trust them to make the decisions to help their program be successful. And uh, but when are we going? Anyway, I'll, I'll wait till we talk about Dion. But there is a report out or a tweet out that uh, y'all probably <laughs> saw, and I want to know y'all's thoughts on it. 
Go ahead. Go ahead. All right. Uh, yeah. Uh, Brett McMurphy, he put out a tweet about – let me see if I can pull it out. Man, all right. Let's move to the next topic, man. Let's, let's talk about that next, man. Let's talk about right. that next, man. Once. All right, man. So this next story we got is about this report that came out that Dion from uh, – it was 247 Sports stating that Deion Sanders has been meeting with Colorado and – South Florida for becoming their potential head coach. Uh, report came out yesterday for uh, 247 Sports, and it's saying that uh, Deion's had serious talks with um, both of these schools. Uh, Colorado is a Power 5 job, and USF is a Group of 5 school, but have had success in the past under, you know, previous head coaches. Colorado, like a long time ago, back in my day, they were contending for national championships. They've had some great players come out of there. Um, B-12, they were a part of B-12, now they're the Pac-12 now. But they haven't been relevant in a long time when it comes to competing for the national championship. So I just want to ask y'all, if, if Dion had to go to USF or Colorado, where will those programs be in like two years? Um, okay. USF. Leah, go first, man. All right, Leah, go ahead, go ahead. Um, USF, keep in mind, I keep in mind, like in two years, they have, they'll have a new AAC. So I feel like if Dion, USF, they have they have a few foundational players. The team's really just awful around them from what I've seen. And even like like predicting them into the future, like we just like you just said, they have will be in the new look AAC. You won't have any more Houston, no more UCF, no more um Cincinnati. So that'll and it'll be some more teams in there, but they won't be like those heavyweights were. So it'll really give if he goes there, I I, I tweeted this out. If he goes there, I think he can have USF in the AAC championship within two years, minimum. That it's a he's in floor from well, he's not well. Not from Florida, but it, look at the bases you have. Florida and Deion Sanders, guys, he's gonna get people off his name alone. Don't be surprised yeah. if they get they get a couple. They may sneak a free five a five star or two in there. He got heck. He got one to go to Jackson State. He yeah. got one to go to Jackson State, which had which I we never would have thought an HB, uh, HBC like Jackson State would have gotten a five star player. So if he could get HBC as uh, a five star to go to HBCU in Miss in deep down in Mississippi, I know he can get eight, um some five stars to come to Tampa, Florida, and play. So I think it'll be it's a right recruiting ground, and I think if he went there, he could push that team forward, and and I think they'd be successful actually pretty quickly. Colorado on the hand in hand is kind of a tricky job. In two years, they have. I was watching Colorado USC. They have some foundational pieces on their defense that, but it just they. They need to re. They that's a whole retool, rebuild, and I wouldn't take that job personally if I were him, simply because of the fact that the matter is, you're in a Pac-12, you're not going anywhere upward. Like you're not, you're not getting Colorado back to the where they were in the 1990s. Like but USC going though, huh? But USC gonna be leaving though. USC, I didn't thought about that. US, yep, they are leaving, but shoot, Oregon ain't going nowhere. Um, Utah, huh? Utah, Utah, not going nowhere. Yep, but 
it's gonna be interesting to see what they replace the Pac-12 replaces with those two teams leaving because somebody got to come over there. But anywho, um, I just feel that Colorado and like like Brian said, resources. I don't think Colorado. I believe this might sound crazy, but I feel like they'll probably get more to work with at USF than they would in Colorado. I'm sorry, but I just feel like they would. Say it again. I feel like they would get him more to work with at USF yeah. than they would at Colorado. First of all, okay. the proving ground is, is way more fertile, like we said. You can find yeah, play- really. he won't even have to lead a state to get top talent. Then he could like he could like recruit, he could like touch Louisiana, yeah. probably get into Texas, Georgia. For sure, for sure. And so, you it's been a while since US and I just and I honestly I honestly think that like I said. If you want to go turn around a program fastest, I think he, he could do that at USF and AAC than doing it where his best, like, well, because people are expecting Memphis to dominate the new look AAC. So if his, if his best competition is Memphis and the new look AAC, Tim, come on now. He can, he could go get a team and within literally two, it might take two recruiting classes, but he could go get a team that's probably better than Memphis in two recruiting classes. If we keep it, if we're being real honest at USF. Yeah. Okay. Man, look. I got. I don't know if I told y'all this the other day, but if he comes to USF, man, that's bad for Memphis, man. From a competitive standpoint, that is not good for Memphis, man. Because, like, if he came to the, the swag and did what he did, imagine what he could do at the USF. And what I wouldn't even be surprised if the Big Twelve try to pull, try to club, try to uh, plug USF, man. Or USF go to the like the um, the ACC or something like that. I won't be surprised, bro. Because Dion got that, that 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 type of platform, bro. That he can do that. He can influence things like that. But that wouldn't be good for Memphis, man. If he does that Colorado job, I wouldn't take it. I wouldn't take that job. Just the USF job. I mean. I read Booger's tweet the not well a while back. He put out that tweet about how USF the area is a um a sleeping giant. It could um you could bring in a lot of recruits and all that, have funded and all that stuff. He's right, but I wouldn't take that job. But me personally, man, I think he should stay at Jackson State. Um, continue to be part of the change. Uh, HBC, HBCU football, but I want to. I would understand if he leaving though. If he leaves Jack State to go to um, USF or Colorado, what you got that? What you think, Brian? Yeah, um, I agree. If if fifteen does two jobs, I would I would have already taken the USF job. I think this is my first two years. Everything goes well. He could get to a ball game in year one and potentially get to the conference championship in year two. Uh, the, I'm looking at the new uh, AAC Memphis. Um, will be all right, depending on their coaching situation and their quarterback. Uh, SMU will always be tough to beat. Tulane seems like they'll be relevant. And of the new teams coming in, UAB looks like it's going to be a solid program. Um, Florida Atlantic could be interesting. Uh, But, yeah, Dion could definitely turn this around quickly. And I think he, he could get paid enough where he it it's okay for him and i know he's not doing it for the money he, he's well off but usf could pay him i think a good amount of money for him to stay there for maybe the rest of his career um but yeah i i, I, I would love that hire uh and also i was listening to jake crane 
Um, y'all probably know who he is. Uh, he said that Alabama's playing USF next year. USF's going to lose to Alabama next year, but I just find that a, a potentially interesting dynamic uh, if they end up playing. And Dion is the head coach of USF. Yeah. So, so, DB, I got a question for you. Go ahead, man. Go ahead. Oh, well, first of all, shout out to Dion for undefeated season. Another undefeated season at Jackson State. That's not easy to do that. It's not easy. But second of all, DB, I have a question for you. Can y'all, well, you can do it too, Brian, but like rank the likely scenarios, him being at Jackson State, being a coach at uh, Colorado, and then coach at US, US, USF next year. What you think? Or coach somebody else that I didn't mention. Like, you can rank those four in order. Likely uh, scenario? Go ahead, DB. I think Langley's scenario was uh, him staying at Jackson State, man. That's what I think. Why do you think it is? He doesn't get offered the jobs or he just ends up staying? He just decided, just, just decided that it's not the right time to do it. Man. Even though he, you know, interviewed for the job or whatever you, you talk to him, I don't think he goes right now. But it, it could always happen, though. Yeah, I probably would lean towards he takes the U.S. USF job if offered, but then the second likely scenario is that he comes back to Jackson State. Yeah, the other ones really don't matter in my opinion. Colorado, hey. yeah. Go ahead. Colorado, yeah, that's very unlikely. Yeah, but I won't put it. I won't be surprised if he goes there just to like prove a point. You know what I'm saying? That he can like, you know, be he can contend outside of you know the. I would say the the hotbed, the recruit hotbed, mm-hmm. but that job, that Colorado job, hasn't been attractive in a long time, man. And never really won anything like, since like the two thousands, man. Like ninety five, <laughs> like I was young, man. When I was like twelve, thirteen, bro, Colorado was, was a really good program back in the day, <laughs> for real. Like they their rival was Nebraska. Yeah, they won. Their rival was Nebraska. I'm aware of that. Yeah, Cordell Stewart. Throw Hail Mary against uh, Michigan. <laughs> That's a long time. That was a long time ago, too. <laughs> now, that one, Michigan was really good, bro. Michigan was really good back then. But anyways, man, we'll see. But, hey, I got to get this out of my chest, man. I, y'all may think I'm tripping when I say this. Let me know if I'm tripping. So, I hope I don't get in trouble if I say this. So, Memphis AD, Lard Veach. That's his name, right? Lard Veach. Laird Veach. Laird. <laughs> I miss the I miss Dr. Rose, man. Dr. Rose was cool. But anyways, Laird Veach came on 92.9 FM <laughs> on the Jason John show. I hope I don't get in trouble for this, man. They don't ban me. I don't get blackballed, but we'll see. And said that I'm paraphrasing here, but the re- he needs the Boosters, I think I'm saying that right. The boosters to donate more money to the NIL, or if not, alleys are going to transfer. Now, my interpretation of that is this is him coming out and caping for Ryan Silverfield, saying that's kind of him saying he's not going anywhere. That's just what I, my interpretation of that. Am I tripping? Uh, 
Um, I don't have a problem with it. I think this is just his way of saying we need more money if people want us to be where we want to be. So I don't have too much of a problem with it. Uh, yeah, that's the way I look at it. But how is basketball getting all these players, man? Well, Memphis is a basketball school. <laughs> and no, also, no, I mean, dude, no, dude, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't compare, no, Memphis, don't compare Memphis basketball. You got to. You got to. You can't. No, bro. If he if Penny's out here getting the freaking what he is like a TikTok star, the 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 got a guy a basketball player that got four million I think followers on TikTok. Silverville can't do the opposite. Can't do the same. And college didn't get quality players. There's nobody trying to play for Memphis football. <laughs> And also, yeah, play for more real. <laughs> uh, let me ask you this: Let's say Deion Sanders became the head coach of Memphis. Do you think he could get players? No, of course. You so, get him Jackson. Yeah, three hours away. Yeah, this so, is going to be so, a feeling of who he gets. Yeah, but the bigger point is that some of this also depends on who's on the staff and who's there. And so, I, I just don't think you can compare Memphis basketball to Memphis football. Now, if all the resources were equal and we had more money, like they say that we need, and then he, he was missing out on guys, that would be different. But I think he's doing the hey. best he can. Uh, but it'll be interesting to see what happens if they lose this game, especially if they lose badly. Uh, what? Money I think he's coming back, but I wouldn't be surprised if they fire him. But, but I'm not the only person that feels like this, though. Jason... Jason Smith say the same thing along with what I said, along with the lines of what I said. Yeah, Penny going out here grabbing these players and all that. Why he can't? Why? Why does he gotta get a pass? I have a question. Has has um has Larry, has Larry Veach publicly even supported Silverfield like coming back next year? Bro, we don't so even like Larry Veach. Don't even like talk. We don't know if Larry Veach is coming back. No, nah, he he ain't going nowhere. You don't know that he's a candidate for the Mississippi State job. Man, why would Mississippi? Let me stop. Let me stop. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying he's a candidate. I'm not saying he's gonna get it, but he's a candidate. And so I don't I ultimately think he's back next year, but we don't know if he's coming back. Um, and so if that ends up happening, if Blair Veach ends up uh leaving, then I think that's the beginning of the end for Ryan Brian Silverfield. But uh I'll let y'all finish up on this, but there's something that was tweeted out uh, by Brett McMurphy. Y'all, y'all may have seen it that I wanted to t- talk about. Talking about whether the school is school issue with Dion's school and all that? Yeah, I was wondering, do y'all think, oh. I want to know, if, do you, I feel like either an agent uh, or a coach that may be trying to compete with Dion for a job told uh, Brett that to hurt Dion. Do you think that, well, I think it could hurt a little bit, but I don't think, if a school wants to hire him, they'll hire him. But it's something interesting. Um, I I think I can't remember who I saw. I think it may have been Gabe Kuhn. But he said he was wondering how much uh, someone paid Brad McMurphy to tweet that out. That was wild. But uh, yeah. it's going to be interesting to see how this coaching carousel goes. But um, I hope this isn't a serious issue. But I, I don't think this will hurt him at getting a job like USF. But I think he could hurt him getting a, a power five job. 
I think if a, if, a, if a school wants to hire him, they're gonna hire him. I don't think that's gonna be an issue. Yeah, yeah, I hope not. All right, moving right along, man. All right, so as far as the the NFL slate, the biggest story right now, I would say, and we're talking about it tonight, is the Zach Wilson um, debacle down in uh, New York with the Jets. They lost a really close game, a close game, a winnable game on Sunday to the New England Patriots. New England swept them for the season. Um, they lost by a score of 10-3 after uh, one of the, the Patriots player, can't think of his name, but returned a kickoff. Uh, I think it was a point or a kick, a point back for a uh, a touchdown, which pretty much won the game for uh, New England. Zach Wilson uh, was did not have a good game, and his tone at the post-game presser, I'm paraphrasing here, but he's saying that uh, he was not accountable for the, the loss, he doesn't feel accountable for the loss that occurred on against the Jets and a lot of people that didn't set right with a lot of people, a lot of people in the media, a lot of players hearing that, you know, players on the team was happy with that. Um, just talks about him being benched and um, Coach Sella stated that uh, he hasn't named a starter yet for this week. So, I'm, excuse me. The Jets back. The backup is Joe Flacco and uh, Mike Smith, if I'm not mistaken. But if you look at the playoff standings, the Jets are one game out there. They're in the eighth spot of the playoff race. That's right behind the seventh spot. But we all know seven games, seven teams are allowed to get in the playoffs, not eight. But you're six and four right now. And do you think that a bench right now is going to change anything for the Jets offense? Even in the middle, they're in the middle of a playoff race right now. What do y'all think? I was thinking about this topic uh, a lot all day. And what I've decided is whatever they decide, I mean, I'm fine with it. But I think I would give Zach Wilson this game because they should be able to beat the Jets. I'm not the Jets, excuse me. They should be able to beat the Bears, but give him a short lease. Like if if he's really bad after the first quarter, I'd consider making a change, but I'll give him till halftime. If it's not working, I make the switch. I put either Joe Flacco or Mike White. I probably lean towards Joe Flacco um, because you were having success early in the season. But I, I think this is the beginning of the end for Zach Wilson. Uh, I think he can end up having a good career. I'm just not sure if it's going to be with the Jets. I think if Jimmy Garoppolo leads San Francisco, that's probably – the top destination uh, where he could be playing next year. Uh, but the best way to handle the Zach Wilson situation is give him one more shot uh, this year and see see what he does against the Bears. And if it gets really bad, move on. And not only bench him, I would make him the third-string quarterback. I was looking at Mike Tannenbaum, Pete John, uh, Jay Williams, and uh, my, uh, Max Hellman's radio show. And he said that's what he would do, and I thought it was a good point. I would give him this one final shot. If it doesn't work out, make him the third-string quarterback and take it from there. And look, while it may suck in terms of his playing time, I think he could it could help him long-term. But uh, how he handled that press conference. Like, some places, if you're in a small market, you can, like, no offense, but a place like Memphis, they may get on to you, but it's it's not that big of a deal. New York, 
New York? Are you crazy, Zach Wilson? What are you doing? It it just blew my mind his lack of self awareness, and he kind of have he has an arrogant attitude that if he's not careful, not only will he be benched, he could be out of the league. So he needs to change his approach quickly. Give him one more shot against the Bears, uh, but if give him a short leash. I was listening to Dominique Foxworth. I think that was Foxworth that was going to get up, too. And Foxworth yeah. was saying, like, you notice that just uh, his, his his second year counterpart, just uh, before I get into Wilson, Justin Fields. Hey, y'all, I think y'all seen, did y'all see where um, they lost to the uh, Falcons? He went to every defensive yeah. player and apologized because they kept him in the game. And he just said that you couldn't, we couldn't get the job done. Like, I didn't get the job done on offense. That's what he said. He took responsibility. And, like, he said they won over a lot of the defensive players because they were dejected about the loss. But when he came to them, like, they said, man, that's on me. They felt like, okay, this guy take responsibility, accountability. We can ball for him type stuff. Well, honestly, on the opposite, Zach Wilson kind of has an ego. Does he give y'all Josh Rosen vibes? Yeah. So with the ego. I was and, thinking. I was thinking that, too. Does he give y'all, like, Josh Rosen vibes? Which I don't think, to be fair, Josh Rosen didn't get a, a fair, a fair ju- chance. But you, his his ego is gonna get him out of the. Well, honestly, DB, I'm stretching here. Is he giving you Ryan Leaf vibes? Not yet. With, a, with the ego, like it's one thing to play bad; it's another when you don't take accountability for it. The players can they'll put up with. Okay, you have bad days. They'll, yeah. It's the NFL. It's not easy for anybody. But it's the poor play and lack of accountability for your poor play. And that's what's going to get Zach Wilson out the league more than anything. Like, he... And the fact that it's very telling that that Robert Sally didn't commit to him to start against the Bears. It's very telling. But what Donovan Fosworth was saying... Is that what Zach Wilson should do? Is like they're gonna probably have a call a meeting there and and see what this guy's headed, and then have this guy talk to the team and you know clear up the ish that he said because that was like Brian said that was a debacle, man. You don't well you had like the this team the deep if you want the defense gave up thirty some points the team, the defense the defense gave up three points because yeah defense gave up the special teams gave up seven points when you managed negative twenty that if you count sacks in the second half he had negative twenty one passing yards. That's, that is incredible. That is incredible. Incredibly bad. You have to take responsibility. And a lot of it is, like you say, entitlement. You're the number two pick. What can people say to you? Because the Jets ain't finna just cut them. They're not. And I think actually Jack, Zach Wilson, this can also, this while we're looking at it in a negative standpoint, this could be the turning point of his career positively too. That he looks at it and says, like, I'm playing for my, this is, I'm playing for my football life. And then he goes on some sort of solid run, and, and 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 we just look at this, and we look back at this a year from now, saying that really turned him into a solid quarterback. He learned from this experience, or we'll be looking at him trying to latch on to another team. But hopefully, it's it's the former, because I actually like Zach Wilson and think he actually can be a really solid quarterback at NFL. Because I, I'm not too, I'm not the type of guy that gives up on quarterbacks. These at a, at a at a quickly, I don't because especially when you invest the type of money this guy is making 30 plus million guaranteed. Like, I'm talking about in terms of like his c- c- cumulative contract. So, we don't, I don't like to, we usually people don't like the uh, NFL owners don't like to just you know cut their yeah. losses because even it took even a rate as a Raiders fan, I know it took even took us three years to get rid of Jamarcus Russell. 
Because we, we tried to stab every little ounce of, ounce of talent we could out of him before we said, okay, this ain't going to work. So I think they'll do that with um with uh the Jets. They'll do that. But, DB, I want to know your opinion on this and whether you think that Flacco should be the starter or whether they should say, you know what, let's give let's give um Zach his last shot. I'll say this. You played against the Bears, right? At home? The game at home? Yeah. So, all right. So – if he cannot move the ball on that defense in the first quarter, I'll bet you, I'm betting it, and I'm going to Joe Flacco for the rest of the season. I'm going to Joe Flacco. Yeah, like you got a defense, you got a good defense. The running game is really good. You got two, some good wide receivers and a good tight end. Flacco should be able to work with that, and I go from there. And I, I'll bench, I'll bench Zach Wilson, man. For that, if he keeps it up, I will bench. Now off season, I'm moving on. I tell ownership, "Hey, look, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta change courses." And I go after Jimmy Garoppolo. I wouldn't. If only if he plays better in that first quarter, in the first quarter against the, the Bears, okay, give me that. But if not, I'm benching him, man. Of course, you can't get going. A quarter too early. Huh? That's the only thing I have a problem. I don't see if you said the first half, but a quarter, anything can happen in a quarter. What? Why not a half? Why a quarter instead of a half? Because, man, I mean, a quarter should, yeah, be, enough. should be enough. Yeah, got it, got it. Go ahead. That I should be enough. This is a game you got to win. And so if you see it, it's not going well, and he's the reason why, you got to get him out of there. And another thing I would have done, man, thank God I'm not in that locker room. We would have had a long conversation. The immediately out of he came out of that press conference, and I heard about that. We would have had a long conversation, especially if I'm a defensive guy. Offense, I understand, but a defensive guy, I'm working my ass off, and I don't feel like you're. You have a nonchalant attitude, and it seems like you don't care. Uh, it, it would, I would lose my mind. Okay, right. I mean, I don't know, man. He just. That's why isn't is it like another B BYU quarterback coming out about to come out for the draft this year? Yeah. Next year. I'm staying away from BYU. Oh, you talking about Jared Hall. Yeah, I I'm I'm I don't know about going near another BYU QB. You should know. I would. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, man, I wanna ask y'all this, man. Close it out on this, man. I wanna close it out on this. I wanna ask y'all this. Do y'all think Mike Verbal is a top five coach right now? No. Yes, sir. No. No. I can name Why five coaches. I can name five no. coaches. Name them. Name them. Name them. Let's let's go number one. You know what? Right. And we're gonna go off recency. Since Z, I'm gonna I'm gonna use DB Power Rank as 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 a source here. I think Nick Sirianni is a better coach than Mike Verbal. I think um, I think Kyle Shanahan is a better coach right now. Than Mike Vrabel, Andy Reid is a better coach than Mike Vrabel. Honest, even though they're not having a better season, well, nah, we, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna use DB recency, but you know what? Don't say Mike McCarty, please. I, 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 it was on the fingertip. It was on the tip of my tongue to say Mike McCarty, but then nah, nah, I, I, he is he, he's not a better coach. Let's see. I think John Harbaugh is a better coach than uh, Mike Vrabel. Andy Reid too. Yeah, I said Andy Reid. Yeah, Andy Reid. So that's my that'll be my guys ahead of him. But also, 
Sirianni, bro? Yeah, that's what I was. He ain't won nothing, man. You had me until you said Sirianni. He's only been in the league two years. He made the playoffs his first year. He made the playoffs last year. Eagles team was not a playoff team, and he turned it. That team made the playoffs. I don't know even know how. And this year, well, we don't even we can't even question what they're doing now, but. And even though they're having a down season, Matt LaFleur is still a better coach than Mike Rayburn. And we all know that. No. Come. This man was 39 and 9. And his, he went 13 and 3, three seasons in a row. I can't even. It's I because can't, of Aaron Rodgers. Oh, my God. It's because of Aaron Rodgers. Oh, my God. So we can it say Mike Rayburn is a, Mike, Mike a good coach because of Derrick Henry. Okay, that's fair then. I'll make that same argument. Derrick Henry. Look at the resources the Titans have, the Titans have though, man. Yeah, what do, you, what do you mean? They're limited, and he went. He went in games with like a limited offense. Like you yeah. know what you're going to get when you play them, and they don't, they're not changing. <laughs> That's, That's maybe true. the one knock I'll say against Vable is that I just don't know if this offense can get you where you want to be. And some people may say the 49, but the 49ers can do so many things and have so many weapons. And so that's my only thing. Like, I just don't know how, what this stuff he has is. It has a ceiling, but I don't think that ceiling is a Super Bowl. And so that's my only really knock against him. But yeah, he's definitely one of the best coaches in the NFL. And maybe if he had a quarterback, uh, one of these. He has a quarterback. Like, he has a quarterback. Put, put elite Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, the past few years on this team. Instead of Ron, do you think we, they win a Super Bowl? I think I think they potentially do. Obviously not this one, but I'm talking about the years Matt LaFleur went 13-3. and three. Yeah. Now, yeah. So sometimes it just boils down to do you if you don't have that quarterback, you can't take that next step. And Tannehill's solid. He's actually been one of the best regular season quarterbacks the past few years, but he's just not that guy who can lead you in the postseason. But uh, Vrabel's done a solid job. I want to uh, counter a point you just made. So you say that court, if you don't have that guy, there's a certain living like at the quarterback position in the NFL. There's a certain ceiling that, that a team can reach, right? Yeah. Okay. Let me let's make this comparison. Who's in your mind, Brian? Who is the better quarterback, Jimmy Garoppolo or Ryan Tannehill? That's a tough. I'd probably lean towards Ryan Tannehill. But that being said. That being said, I, I don't think that – I mean, it's not that big of a difference. It's not like Ryan Tannehill may be better, but he's not – he's not a, he's not like a difference maker at the quarterback. He's a solid quarterback, but he's not a difference maker. And I think okay. that's what the Titans been, have been missing. Okay, I just wanted to say that. I just wanted to know because you were talking about that if you don't have that guy at the quarterback position – you won't be like a ceiling, but we see the Niners and Jimmy. We talk, people are talking about the Niners winning a Super Bowl with Jimmy G as a starter. Like, and I think Jimmy G is closer to the top half of the starters in the NFL than he is to the bottom half. The yeah. guy can win. I agree. And, with that. Yeah, that's why yeah. he get paid this offseason. Yeah, and like you said, like DB said, if it if it's not by the 49ers, which I think if I were if I were the 49ers, I would send my young kid. I would send Trey Lance there for Zach Wilson. And if put Zach Wilson with with Kyle Shanahan, I would I would make a difference. That, he we 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 go and 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 let and, and let Zach be a back. It's gonna sound crazy. He might because I think Zach would do it if if I think the Jets would do it. Get get Trey Lance in exchange for Zach Wilson. 
Yeah. And like, still some sort of some sort of trade package. It's your young quarterback for my young quarterback, and we and see. Because trust me, Shanahan's turned guys into. He, look what he did with RG three or the number two pick. He has a resume. Matt Ryan, so, so Jimmy G. So Zach, I think it would be revitalizing for Zach Wilson's career if if, if he went to San Francisco and was a backup for a couple of years, like a year or two, and then they move. Let's say they give Jimmy a two year deal and let Zach develop, and then Zach takes over. Man, Zimmy ain't trying to be no bridge, man. <laughs> who? Jimmy's about to get paid, man. Yeah. Somebody well, paying that. Who's some teams that can pay Jimmy besides the Jets? The Giants. Giants. Daniel, y'all are auto. Daniel Jones can't can't satisfy anybody. The guy is doing all he can. They might melt down, bro. They might crash, man. This Dallas, they played Dallas this week, this Thursday. They might crash, man. Yeah, they're gonna lose by twenty plus. <laughs> what makes you say that? I just they build the crash, dude. Yeah, I feel like take away the run, that's how you beat them. It's... He, but he, but he just threw for three hundred plus yards. Yeah, and they lost. They lost. That was a that was garbage time. Yeah, they lost to Detroit, yo. Not to throw that much. Ideally, they don't want him to be that much. Hey, watch out for Detroit, man. Yeah, I could see that if there's an upset. Uh, it's either the Patriots beat the Vikings or the Lions beat the Bills. Oh, Patriots beating the Vikings, man. Car, Car, Cousins not good at prime time. Man, he not good. He playing against time. Belichick. He playing against Belichick, man. Nah, yeah, they they finna dice that. Yeah, he he finna he finna. Kirk Cousins might might do some ish. We ain't never, we ain't seen him doing times of like career lows. Hey, he better way to change the ball, man. <laughs> All right, man. So. Josh, hey man, look, do you believe these Derek, Derek Carr rumors, man? Um, yeah. I believe that I believe that they won't like like because we heard remember a couple of years like they wanted Brady when and yeah. Brady was it was it him as a package with a with a with a coach or was it just Brady by himself one of them? But Brady's they wanted, by himself. Yeah, they want they wanted Brady like they believe. See, I don't believe that they gonna cut Carr because yeah. that's a lot of dead. That's a it's a big cap hit. Huge mm-hmm. cap hit, and like I said, people are keeping people ignoring. I keep saying this. He has a note. Well, obviously, him being cut would mean that uh, his no contract, no trade contract would be. That's why they probably. That's why the only choice would be to get rid of him because he's not waving his note. That, you wouldn't cut somebody with that big of a cap hit unless you knew they would waive they tr- no trade clause. He's not doing that. I mean, he's he's not doing it. He's just not doing it. Like he, clearly, like, I don't. We really have a change of heart. He's not doing. He will retire. Derek Carr out, and I'm telling y'all this. Y'all can tell me I've said this. He will retire before he plays for another team. I promise you that. And and he'll just call it nine years of career. He'll call it well ten seasons, and and it'll be done. I disagree. Whatever's the opportunity to play with Brian Dable, man. With the Giants, those rumors have the idea. That would be nice. For a couple of years ago, this was like before they even got the table that the Giants would be a spot for him. The Giants, um, Panthers, Panthers, Panthers. depending who they get as the head coach. The 49 If Green Bay, if Green Bay get tired of uh Aaron Rodgers, I think, Imagine. but Green Bay needed to start tanking, man. They might as well start. start. It was, I, I, I would bench Aaron Rodgers, I'll bench Aaron Rodgers, see what I got in Jordan Love. Hell no, he making almost six. He's gonna make sixty million next year. You don't play, man. Rogers might retire after the season, man. Yeah, that is, that, that's what they were talking about. 
and because and let's see if Jordan. Cause to be fair, Jordan Love hasn't gotten a consistent opportunity to prove he can be an NFL quarterback. So before they just say we need a, they need to get somebody else. Like, can we see him play consistently? Yeah. But like people are saying that if Jordan Love were were like ready, there was no way Aaron Rodgers wouldn't be on the Packers right now. Is that true? Do y'all think that's true? Yeah, it's true. He wouldn't be. I don't. I don't know. Uh, but I do agree. Once the Packers are eliminated from the playoffs, Jordan Love should start the remaining of the season. Yeah. Hey, one last thing, man. I promise. What's up? Have y'all been fond of James Winston stuff, man? Yes. Losing the job to, to the injury and all that. Nigga was crying. I think he's done with the Saints, man. That's no way he comes back now. I think the bridges are burned between him and uh, Dennis Allen. If Dallas and the sounds back, I think he's a safe too. <laughs> Do you think Dennis Allen will be the head coach of the team next year? Do y'all think so? If you were to say if, yes or no right now, if they, right now, man, I'll say yes. But if they if it continue to unravel, if if they don't win another game, if they play like they played against the uh, the Ravens and the Steelers, they just look uninspired. Ownership need to make a move. Now she did it with Stan Van Gundy after one year. But that was that was because like you had Zion Williamson and you it, the, the threat of you losing another star was there, superstar. Yeah. So she probably would do it again. I'm not sure though. You know, but they they're not gonna fire him in the season, like midway in the season though. It's too late. Oh, what I tell you about Dennis? What I tell you about old Dennis? Old what I tell you about Josh McDaniel? <laughs> no, I think we even Dennis, man. Dennis is more of a flop than McDaniel's. Dennis has been more of a flop than the games. I'm sorry. We've been losing close games. Some of the games, y'all. We've been losing close games, game too. We lose close games because of our mistakes, bro. This thing's losing, like, Saints are beating themselves, man. I can't even say it's injuries. It was the injury. It's usually the – y'all usually had a point in the season where y'all – well, well Michael, Michael Thomas needs to get cut, first of all. You think he gets bro. cut, D.B.? Post like post June first can't do it now because if you cut it like prior to June first, that cap bit man, it's gonna be like bad. He's a is he not making a hundred million like in terms of his cumulative contract? It's like a hundred million dollar contract. Yeah, somewhere man, it just say just got so much dead money, man. It just it's just gonna be hard to like you know move people, man. It just it just is, man. It's a lot of like like a lot of money, a lot of you know they they do a lot of restructuring, man. They did do what the Rams doing, man. So it's gonna be like really bad to like just like get rid of players, man. Speaking of the Rams, we didn't get to talk about them, DB. Like they were oh, straight games. Dude, what I tell you, bro? I told you it was done, man. The Rams are not it caught up with them. Is it McVay, no draft is, it McVay, is it McVay era over with? Like in terms of him like being smarter than everybody else? He nope. might retire, man. I think he may leave. Nope. Go ahead. I think they're just having a down year. It happens. It happens oh, yeah. this year. Like if yeah. it if it happens again next year and they're healthy and all, then I, I would start to agree. But they're just having a down year, so it happens. I'm not gonna read too much into it. Uh the one thing that sucks is they don't have a first round pick and that's probably gonna be a top ten pick. Are you sloughing that the Lions use it to get one of these quarterbacks? But other than that, uh it is what it is. And it'll be interesting to see uh, Allen Robinson probably isn't too happy with hey. how he's been used. So 
I wouldn't be surprised if he's not hey. the Rams next season. But here's a loophole, though, man. Kyler said the other day that they should move Jalen Ramsey and get that first-round pick back. No. You wouldn't do it? No. No. no I would a, do it. He's, he's I would do it. He's a founder. He's been getting okay. cooked lately. I would do it. I would nah, move Jalen Ramsey first, man. Nah, I was if a team, if a contender, yo, if a contender called me and said, hey, we would give you a first-round pick and give us Jalen Ramsey in the offseason, I would do it. I'm gonna need more than that because he worked more than the first round pick. I would do it because they gave up. They, what did they, they, what they give up? Like, multiple first round. They gave up. Yeah, they gave up multiple first round. Of, yeah, I felt like they gave up too much for him to get him. He got him a Super Bowl, just like the AD deal. Got him with chip. Hey, they could have lost that chip. They could. They could have easily lost that game, man. In yeah, my opinion. they probably should have lost that game. They yeah, they definitely should have. <laughs> yeah, but. Yeah. It's something yeah. to think about, man. It's something yeah. to think about. What you got? What else you got? Um, that's what I was saying. Like the Rams got a old, lot of old veterans on their defense. Like a lit. Well, they just signed so many guys. They got Aaron Donald. You got Leonard Floyd. You got you got some older guys on their defense that they could move off of and get some get some compensation for. But they not gonna they never they never gonna move Aaron Donald. Obviously, he's gonna be retired as a as a Ram. He ain't going nowhere. Yeah, that's, for, that's forever. But like, I have a question. Do you, I think they uh? Over like overpaid for Matt. I think Matthew Stafford like he kind of hit light. He caught lightning in the bottle last year, and that was a one year. Like like I'm talking about in terms of like I know he's a. I think he's a very good quarterback in terms of you know his historically, but in terms of like right now relevancy, I don't even know who's more relevant, him or Matt Ryan. Like like I don't know who I rather have because at this point I just feel like Matthew Stafford is a shell of himself, and I feel that it was kind of like over. You had to pay him because he won the Super Bowl more than. You, you paid him more because he won a Super Bowl than because of you, they didn't have a faith in him. And they had to justify the Jared Goff trade, which honestly, in this season, I would probably say Jared Goff played better than him. He is playing better than him. That's another quarterback that might be on the move, but we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I believe – I think he could be back if he wants to be a backup in Detroit, but I don't think he wants that. I could see him finding a place where he could compete to be a starter. Uh, but yeah, they're going to save a lot of money if they release him. So uh, I, I believe he's playing his last uh, games for the Lions. Damn. Yeah. So, I mean, we'll see how that play out, man. But I don't know, man. I, I think this is the Rams, man, it just lost Odell Beckham. Odell, not having Odell Beckham pretty much, you know, hurt him. Not having uh, Andrew Woodwork retiring. That heard the offensive line running. They couldn't run the football. I, mean, I just that's a that's a running that's a running that's a a running back friendly scheme. And they could, Daryl. They could Daryl Henderson, DB. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Yeah. Blessing yeah. in disguise for him. That I hated it. I forgot about that, man. But, they could. They could have Memphis great. Yeah, but I don't know if y'all saw the reason why they said they wanted to give younger players opportunity. So Daryl gets out of a, a team that's losing, and we'll see where he ends up next. But uh, somebody will pick him up before the playoffs. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know who, but I think somebody will pick him up though. New England. I think they yeah. got they got Harrison Ramondre. Yeah. Yeah, bro. But Harrison been hurt though. Yeah, Harrison, he, oh, he can play last game. Huh? We'll see. 
Hey, but who would have thought that he would? Who would have thought that Pollard would have been the better back coming out of college between the both the two of them? All depends on the way you look at the game. If you're looking at the game back in the day, you would have thought Henderson. If you're looking at the modern game, you would have thought Pollard. So, but I, I see your point. But that's the way I look at it too. Cause when they say total problems with the Cowboys, I'm like, okay, you with the Cowboys, yeah, he, he ain't getting behind Zeke, man. <laughs> that's what I thought. Like, there's no way he take over for Zeke. But but also what happened with Pollard? Uh, Pollard didn't have me touch. Remember Henderson had all those touches because you know Derrick Henderson finished in the top uh ten in the Harvard, and, and, and I think that was twenty. Was it nineteen? 18. 18. He finished the top 10 in the Heisman race that year. And um, he got, he had, you know, he just almost, he damn near got four, almost, it might have been a little bit less, but he almost had 400 some touches. He might have had, he might have hit 400, but he was touching the ball so much. And Pollard was, wasn't as, I mean, obviously, Pollard was an All American kick returner, but he wasn't yeah. like used as much, like in terms of like the workload. So I feel like that helped him at the NFL. I think that helped him in the NFL. I think that benefited him not getting as many touches and like the low, the low because Henderson had to carry out. He had a heavy, he had more of a load in college than he did with the Rams. So sure did. Yeah. So like you got to think about that too. So that that made a big factor in this. But DB, I do have a question for you before. Like I mean, obviously I want to finish the talk, but I, I don't want to keep because I just I'm having obviously this is a this is a great discussion we have for both of y'all. Um, but what is what is James Market if he get cut by the Saints and uh who? Who uh also we didn't talk about Sam Darnold being the the new quarterback of the, the Panthers. Is does he still have long term potential with the Panthers or is he just a, a stop? Is he just we finna see what he got, but we really don't want him. Well, I'm gonna start with the Chambers question. You said what was his market be? Yeah, well, like is it what teams oh, like what, what what who would want him? Right now, man, I think he's a bridge now, man. Like I think his days of his days of being a starter is over. You know, um, but he'll always have a job in the league because that's a he has an arm, you know, as an NFL arm, get the ball down the field. But I think it's gonna be a bridge, man. Like, unless unless you get on somewhere like Seattle and pull a Geno, but that's gonna be hard to do. So he's in a Teddy Bridgewater status. Yeah, this is his last shot, man. That's why he was playing with a um, broken back, man. <laughs> That's why he was playing with a broken back, man. He's regretting it now, though. Hey, uh, he's doing. He's already been with the Bucks. He's been with the Saints. Why not go to the Panthers? Yeah, uh, I think they'll go after a young quarterback. But, but I, they'll need a quarterback, and I don't think any of the quarterbacks they have on their roster. Maybe PJ Walker comes back, but that's it. Man, Corral. Like, you know, would be a good place for him, man, to like learn his craft. Hone down, honing on, honing on his craft, the Chiefs. Yeah, but that's the that. He would right. A place like that, or if Sean Payton ends up somewhere where they need a quarterback, I don't know if Sean Payton's going to end up at a place where they need him to be a bridge. He'll probably have to be a backup, but he had success with Sean Payton. So. That's what really hurt him, though, man. Yeah, not having Sean Payton again. Yeah, that's hurt him. That really hurt him. But we asked about Sam Darnold, right? Man, Sam yeah, Darnold. Like, does he have a future in the NFL, y'all? Or he is, a is, is he a back? He's a bridge too. He a bridge too, man. How you a bridge? I, I feel like three? if you're a bridge, you're you're a backup. Carson Wentz about to be a bridge. Carson Wentz about to be a bridge. He's a back. He's probably a backup now. 
Hey, hey, hold on. So Heineke, is he a is he a long term option for that team? A long term option, or is he like, you know, a stopgap for right now? He's good for right now. He's good for right now. I mean, they could bring him as their starting next year, but he has a ceiling that's not where you want to be. So I, I probably would try to maybe Jimmy G. That's another place for where he could go. But uh, yeah, Heineke is just he's more of a bridge. And Lamar ain't going nowhere. We'll see. I don't think he's <laughs> gone anywhere, but I'm not sure if he's going to get what he wants. He may get a short term deal. They might tag him, though. Yeah, they might tag him. But then they got to pick between him. They might, what if they want to tag him? They want to bring him and Roquan back, though. Roquan might get the tag. And they, be, and they might try to get Lamar some. Yeah. 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 But, but I was, uh, I was seeing, all right, let me see. I was reading somewhere, y'all, and they were talking about uh, quarterbacks. Was it for the um? Damn, they had the you saw. I think Brian said in the group chat where they talked about um, was it? Nah, it wasn't because it was somewhere about the Saints drafting a, a quarterback for next year and whether Andy Dalton, Andy Dalton could be like a and they started next year. I said I was like no, and it, there's no way Andy Dalton starts that right, DB. Yeah, it is. It is a way. next season. I think that's what I predict. I think Dalton comes. Dalton comes back next year as a bridge man. And the Saints draft a creepy. That's what I think. Yeah, I can see that. Who was the last quarterback y'all drafted? Dude, Gary Grayson. Gary Grayson from Colorado State. Y'all raked. Never worked out. He never worked out. He didn't work out. So he be either that man, or we gonna suck. They gonna suck for uh, Caleb Williams. Yeah, Caleb Williams is the truth. (laughs) Suck for Caleb Williams, it'd be good. Yeah. Either that, so either draft this year or suck for Caleb Williams. So y'all yeah. not gonna be bad enough to get CJ Stroud? No, no. Remember, they don't have a first round pick. We have a first round. This ain't oh. a first round pick. Now who the Saints need to fire? Whoever made that trade, that's who they need to fire. <laughs> oh, y'all better hope Henry Hooker slip to the second round. No, but could, the thing they is, they probably could trade back into the first for him, but he's gonna he's gonna be out for next year. Like I would venture no. him if I was the Saints. No, but. The plan, if Sean Sean Payne comes back, they could trade him to a team that he wants to go to and get their first-round pick. Some people have stated that Sean Payne has worked multiple first-round picks, so we'll see. Yeah, that's fair. Two minutes. I think I'll probably get one. I don't think I'll get multiple. You better get a – you better – heck no. You better give me a – well, if you don't give me – if you only give me one for – I need two seconds off you, too. I just give me the two first, man. (laughs) You get one first. You take that. What? Sean Payton. Yeah. Sean Payton can come back in the league and be a top five coach. Yeah, That's but top... one first is all you need. No, we may need two. It ain't, it ain't about what you need, it's about what we you want. want. To. You want to. You don't need to. You want to. <laughs> There's you, a want him to be the head, you want him to be your head coach. Hey, Chargers, you want him to be your head coach. Hey, whoever you want to be. You hey, hey, Carolina, you want him to your... I don't think Sean McVay's going to get sent to Carolina in the same division, but we don't. That's that's not it's not impossible. I don't see that. Who y'all think is that job, man? The Carolina job. I don't know who Brian Point. Has a chance. Dan Quinn. Somebody. I will not hire Dan Quinn. Hell no. Somebody. Somebody uh, maybe from the Seahawks because that's where uh, Scott Fitterer, their GM, came from. Um, that that's a good question. Um. 
maybe one of the hot coordinators that everyone's interested this offseason. I don't know. I don't think they want to go defense, though. I think they probably want to. I feel like I'm not even sure the owner and the GM wants to are on the same page. We'll see. I think the owner wants to probably go. Originally, he wanted to go offense, and I think he'll probably want to go offense this time. But I think the GM just may want to find the best guy, regardless of um, their specialty. So he may end up. See, I, I, I don't know what they want. I, I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see. Uh, but on a Sean Payton, they go to Carolina. And I, was, I, I mentioned this earlier. Sean Payton, if he returns, Albert Breer was on the herd. He said he's probably going to end up on the West Coast. So the Cardinals, if they open up, the Chargers, the Broncos, those would be the – if the Raiders somehow opened up, those would be the leading candidates. If I'm the Cardinals, I hire Frank Wright. I hire Frank Wright. If I'm the Cardinals, I hire the Eagles offensive coordinator. I was reading the Bleachers report. Shane Steichen? Uh, they, made, they made a yeah, good point. Yeah. They made a good yeah. point on why he would be a good candidate uh, because he, he's worked with Kyler Murray and Jalen. They're similar quarterbacks, and he could maybe build a system around Kyler Murray. Hey, one more. Success. One more. What about Magnacki? He's he's gonna he, I hope EB, if EB gets a job, he'll be the Chiefs OC. I think it'll take a few more seasons for Matt Nagy to get another shot. I think he probably deserves another shot. And what I'm not, you probably know this, he came after Trubisky was drafted, so he had nothing to do with it. And he did the best he could. Uh, probably should have done better stuff uh, when it's all said and done, but. Trubisky had a winning record and still got cut. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I don't know if that. His how last much, plans at the Bear was a the reason why they won. He's all right, but he's he's a backup. Uh, he, that's just what he is. But uh, I want I would like to see Matt Nagy get another shot. Uh, if Over he EB? Over EB? No, that's not be livid, no, dude. I'm just in general. Hey, in general. if Nagy get a job over EB, folks are going to be livid, dude. <laughs> We'll see. Yeah. I hope EB. I hey, hope EB. Real quick. Go ahead. Let me go ahead real quick. I hope if EB ahead, gets a, a college offer, I hope he takes it. I know he wants the NFL, but I think ultimately you want to be a head coach. And if you get the opportunity, I think you should take it. But that's just me. Go ahead. Go um, ahead. I think uh, these are my – if I were the Panthers – and or the Cardinals, these would be my two uh, top candidates, candidates. I think this is the offseason killer. Moore gets his head coaching shot. Um, even with the Cowboys, they've kind of groomed him. Jay is groomed to be a head coach, kind of in case uh, McCarthy ill hook. But I feel like this is the, the year uh, Mike, uh, Kellen Moore gets his shot to go be an NFL head coach. And also, I would go with uh, Ken Dorsey. This would kind of be a second straight year. Uh, Bill's OC gets a, a shot. Uh, but I, I think Ken Dorsey's a, a open co- uh, horizon star in the coaching ranks, and I think um, I think if I were care, if I were temper, I would look at those two as my two candidates, Kellen Moore and Ken Dorsey for sure, because those are two bright young minds, and 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 he better hurry up and try to go get Kellen because let's say McCarthy, let's say Jerry Fire McCarthy, I think if it's not Dan Quinn, it'll be Kellen Moore as the head coach, in my opinion. He's not fine, McCarthy. That's a hypothetical. You sure? No. You sure? Uh, yeah, I, I, he, if it's a one and done. done. If it's a one and done. 
It's not a one and done. In the first round, then maybe. But if you find McCarthy, you better be getting Sean Payton, or what's the point? What do you mean? <laughs> Sean Payton? You think Sean Payton will take the Cowboys up? No, he might, man. I, Jerry I might ease up the power, though. He might ease up the power if he takes Sean Payton, if he hires Sean Payton. I can see Jerry easing up. Speaking of Cowboys, where do you think LBJ ends up? Cowboys or Giants? I, yeah, Cowboys. I think Cowboys. But I was thinking, I feel like he feels like he has Bro. some finished business with the Giants. So man, I can see it happening, listen. but I lean towards Cowboys. Listen, I might say this on Twitter, too. I might say it on Twitter, too. OB OBJ a fool to be signed with the Giants over the Cowboys. <laughs> Be a fool. Why do you say that? But look, let me explain why he would have signed. Why I say that, Giants. bro? That's like that's like playing with Baker Mayfield in Cleveland again, man. Come on, dude. But, but let Daniel me Jones why. is better than is it just is, is, is Daniel Jones is improved won a Super Bowl and was a, a reason why they won. I know he got hurt, but he was a reason why they won it. So he's got that off his checklist. So he may have other ambitions than yeah. If he wants to win. And there's probably other teams he could go to before he go to the Cowboys. But if it's between those two teams, you obviously go to the Cowboys. But I don't know what his ambitions are. I don't know what he wants. So I think that's important to note too. So yeah, if you if it's and which team will go farther in the playoff, and you choose the Giants, then he's crazy. I would like to see him with the Ravens too. That'd be another possibility. But uh, I. I I don't know what his ambitions are, so I don't. I don't think it would be as crazy as it seems if he chooses the Giants. Yeah, but to answer what you were saying, I think that uh, Odell is uh, gonna be going to the uh, Giants too. Like this guy's gonna step in. He might be their number one. Res- like give him, give him a, like like once he gets back, like everything. You know, we're not gonna be a hundred percent like automatically. But uh, Mike Tannenbaum was saying that if you had plans on signing Odell. You should uh, sign him now. At least you get him in your like in your like he rehab room. You get him in the offense that way when he get back on the field, he gets ready to go. Cause and that learning curve is not as bad for the offense. So I think I think honestly think he should go to the Giants because like I said, they're I think they they're going to be a playoff team in my opinion. I think they're going like I mean they have a formula DB that works. Uh, run game and defense works in the playoffs. It works. And you might not, it might not be the, it may not be the cutest thing in the world, but it works. Saquon, it, it works. And and honestly, they just lost one day of Robinson, one of their uh, young rookie receivers, so eight torn ACL. So he's gonna fit in role right there. Whereas I think if he, I know the Cowboys really want him bad because like Dak, they've been. I think even the Cowboys Twitter page like tweeted like saying it's your move now, a OBJ or whatnot. And with Dak, they were like supporting getting them and all that, like. He's had one of the best recruiting pitches. Like he's getting like everything. Like it's like he's been recruited by so many teams. But and I know the Cowboys want him. But personally, I would rather go to the Giants. Like because like Brian said, like unfinished business. Like they they had a divorce. Divorce didn't go right. Like they didn't it didn't end well. Like or the LBJ should have never been on the Browns. Like he should have stayed with the Giants. But and and, and if he comes out, it'll be kind of like a a, a reuniting of. Uh, they y'all get back together. Two people fall out of love, and then they come back together. It'd be a great story, and especially with this team. Actually, this is this would obviously be. I think this would even be better than that team that they made that he made the playoffs with in twenty the twenty seventeen with Eli. I think from the team blue team, we, we took the the, the Miami. To, they took the uh, trip to <laughs> Miami. Yeah, this team is better overall. 
This, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> yeah, this team's better than that team. So I think he'd actually be coming back to a team. This would probably be the best Giants team he's ever played for. So I think that would be that would be if I were him, that would be an angle that I would look at it from too. Yeah, uh, that's a valid point. Yeah. yeah, I have two other notes. Uh, if he signs with one of those teams, one advantage Dallas could have over New York or that they have is no state tax. And I don't, y'all probably saw that lawsuit he had with Nike. So if he's trying to save extra money, that's an advantage uh, they have over New York. But another thing that some people aren't talking about, the people that got rid of him in New York are no longer there. So it's a different regime, different guys. And so I think that's important. One thing if he was going back to the guys that got rid of him, then it wouldn't make sense at all. But it's different guys in charge. And so um, I think that's important to note too. All right, that's all we have for y'all for right now. Give us a like, comment, subscribe to the channel. Let us know how you feel. Let us know how you feel about topics, topics we talk about. If you listen to us through Apple or Spotify, give us a five-star rate. Leave a review. That's all we have for y'all for right now. Check out strike7sports.com. Place content on the NFL, the NBA, Memphis Tigers, football, and basketball, and much more. Have a blessed night. Peace. We out.